You are now listening to Hooper the Podcast. If this is your first time listening, stay tuned, but if not, you can skip 30 seconds ahead for the start of the pod. Today's episode of our show is brought to you by Hooper Lifestyle and HooperLifestyle.com. Make sure you check out our store for any new apparel, new basketball content. Everything we make is going to be on there, whether it's a video or a new hoodie or anything else, so make sure you check that out. HooperLifestyle.com, spelled H-O-O-P-R-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E.com. Hooper Lifestyle, designed with Hoopers in mind. I just got home. I figured I would go unscripted to talk about my man Luke Kennard getting that contract extension from the Clippers. My boy secured the bag. As you can see, over my shoulder, I have Luke Kennard's jersey. I have long been a fan of Luke Kennard. I am a Pistons fan. And if you haven't watched any of my videos yet, that's probably the first thing you should know. If you have watched, I find a way to bring them into every video. So Luke Kennard, huge, huge fan of Luke Kennard. After doing YouTube when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, I first broke back onto the scene making a video for the Palace of Pistons YouTube channel called The Truth About Luke Kennard. I think it's at over 10 or 15K views. I just made my case for why Luke Kennard would have a much better third season than his second. Mentioned the third year leap. Mentioned all the things you've heard me talk about before. He was drafted right before Donovan Mitchell, so there's always some concern about that. He was treated as a bust for so long, but now he's getting a four-year, $16 million per year extension on his rookie deal. To the casual NBA fan who doesn't know who Luke Kennard is, doesn't watch Luke Kennard, sees the Clippers and thinks they're paying some scrub, Luke Kennard is legit. He is a legit offensive weapon. We just saw with Joe Harris and Davis Bertans that shooting gets you paid in the NBA. I think both of them got like $75 million on their contracts. Luke Kennard getting four years, $64 million, that's $16 million per year. Shooting gets you paid in the NBA today. And Luke is a career 40% three-point shooter. He has always had that, both on the catch and shoot, off the dribble. He's shown to be able to score off the dribble, playmaking in the pick and roll. He is an offensive player in this league. Defense, a little bit more to be desired, but he showed so many flashes over his Pistons tenure that made him worthy of getting an extension from the Pistons, but with the direction they were going, Luke is a good player on a bad team. If you're going to pay between him and Christian Wood, you would have paid Christian Wood, but they paid neither. I think they really just wanted a clean house. Sending him to the Clippers puts his name in the spotlight. He deserves it. He's a great player. I think a main reason why Luke got this contract is because next year's free agents don't look as good as even this year's free agents. Blake Griffin could be the big name ticket and he could just opt out of his player option. If not, there's really no big ticket free agent next year. So with that being said, these guys on rookie deals are these guys all over the board that might have been looking for a big payday. You might as well just extend their contract because... There's going to be teams with cap space and really nobody to pay him. The Clippers must really believe in Luke Kennard if they're willing to extend him right now. He is a player who easily could have just played out his contract. He's on a good team. He has all the, the role in the world to be able to show people what he can do. I guess they just didn't want that hanging over their heads, and maybe he's shown enough in this preseason training camp that they really believe in him. I can see how important a guy like Luke Kennard is for this Clippers roster with Kawhi and Paul George and then Patrick Beverly and some bigs. You don't really have much shooting. Luke Kennard is a specialist for the Clippers in a way that Landry Shamit was, but in a more accelerated role. 
It seems like every year in the pick and roll, he improves his reads, hitting the roll man, scoring at all three levels, hitting the skip man in the corner. He just makes the right play more often than not, and that is such a valuable skill, especially now he's out there with two stars. He's going to be relied on to do the right thing at the right time. On a team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, having a guy like Luke Kennard who can really put the ball in the basket, take some pressure off of them to be the lone scorers, he is more consistent offense, and I think they're expecting a big jump out of him. I think a major concern for Detroit and its fans was Luke Kennard's knees. He only played about 27 or 30 games or something like that for the Pistons this past season, battling some knee stuff, some tendonitis. Just They were worried about his knees, and now with the Clippers giving him all this money, they have to have a vote of confidence on that was just a temporary thing. Luke is a big game player, and he's not the bust that people thought he was after the Pistons passed up on Donovan Mitchell for him. At the time, it might have been the right pick. I mean, how many players in the teens can you predict have superstar careers? It's not really that many. If you go back, there's never a guy who's like, oh, he fell to the teens. He's going to be a superstar. In this class, the people are thinking about really Tyrese Halliburton. He was picked at the 12th pick. Same thing as Luke Kennard. I also think there's going to be a lot of Pistons fans watching this, and we tend to overvalue our role players. There's been arguments on whether or not Troy Weaver should be fired because they traded Bruce Brown for Zan Musa. We overvalue these guys, and Luke and Bruce, both in the same trade. The Pistons also attached four second rounders in order to get the 19th pick to get Sadiq Bey. I think the Pistons and the Clippers are both placing big bets on this trade. The Pistons placing a bet on Sadiq Bey, becoming a better player than Luke Kennard, and the Clippers placing a $64 million bet that Luke Kennard is an important player to play along Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I am happy for my man Luke, though. This elevates him into a status that we didn't think he was going to reach. The Pistons probably weren't going to pay him $16 million a year. The fact that the Clippers value him that way, it's kind of it's kind of like someone made it out. You know, he, he made it out of Detroit. Now he's getting paid. We're happy for him. I mean, you have to be. It wasn't really in the cards for the Pistons to pay Luke Kennard $16 million a year. Happy that the Clippers got him to do so. Am I excited the Pistons traded four second-round picks to do it? Not really. Clippers fans, going into the stats on Luke, you can see there was improvement in both his assists, his points per game, his field goal attempts. I made a case that he would be a much better player with more attempts, and he got it. How much he scores in the Clippers is yet to be determined, but I think he should be an important part of their offense. They're paying him well. They're paying him like the Joe Harris's and the Davis Bertans, maybe not to the $18, $19 million price range, but kind of close. In the 2020s, shooting is at a premium. If you have shooting on your team, you have a better chance of winning. And Luke has shown something in this preseason or in these training camp workouts or in Detroit that the Clippers loved enough to pay him this money. It'll be interesting to see how Luke looks long-term in the Clippers system. Ty Lue has said they're running the triangle offense to get Kawhi and Paul George more of the shots they want. I don't know how much that bodes well for Luke. I mean... They've got to take threes. They're going to take threes. But if the ball's going to be in the hands of their best players and they're going to run through their bigs to make plays, I just, I think it's an iffy fit right now. But maybe it'll all work out. The Clippers have their own problems. I made a whole Paul George diss track a few videos ago. So if you want that, I'll probably put that card up here right now. The Clippers' main problem still is their chemistry. I don't think they really did too much to adjust their roster well enough to fix these chemistry issues. I do think Paul George is a big problem with the chemistry. Losing Montrez Harrell maybe eases a little bit of it because I'm sure he's a guy who's not afraid of confrontation. And it also seems like we're getting a concentrated effort from Kawhi to be more talkative, to 
reach out to his teammates. I mean, there's the whole stuff about him reaching out to Serge Ibaka, wanting him to come there. Maybe if he looks to Serge for advice, he'll give him some advice on really building their teammates up, the connection they have with each other, because that is important. Not only were the Lakers the best team on paper with LeBron and Anthony Davis, I also think they were the closest besides the Heat. I think the two best culture, most unified teams, the teams who would do anything for their teammates, made the finals, and I don't think that's a pattern that's going to go away. As good as you are on the court, you have to be just as good off the court. I've said that before. The Clippers need to be good off the court if they're going to be good on the court. Luke, all signs point to him to being a great locker room guy, not selfish, just simple, normal dude that you and I could hang out with. He just seems like he's a right guy to put on their team. I remember Blake Griffin on a stand-up comedy thing or maybe in an interview, he said that a former teammate of his got traded to the Lakers, which I'm assuming is Reggie Bullock, and like everyone was congratulating him, like, congrats, man, you did it, like, good luck. But then when Blake got traded to the Pistons, it's kind of like, oh, man, you're in Detroit. So this is how we're all feeling for Luke. I think we're all happy that Luke is on the Clippers. Good for him. I mean, he wasn't going to extend it in Detroit, and he will always have his jersey on my wall for the moments he had in Detroit. I don't know what it is about that guy that I love so much, but I'm super happy for the guy, and I just really think... The Clippers, may they, they might not be the best fit right now. I think it's a place for him to grow, to be in the spotlight. We saw how former Piston KCP has kind of been up and down in the, the view of Lakers fans. I think Luke Kennard will have a more positive favor in L.A. A guy who puts the ball in the basket, does some cool things while doing it, makes the right play, good locker room guy, improving defender, and just a growing player in the league for $16 million a year right now might look steep, but I think... Maybe with the, the salary cap going up eventually. I mean, we always say the cap always goes up. It might not ever go up again after this COVID stuff. But Luke got the bag. And the Pistons weren't giving Luke the bag. The Clippers did. You just have to be happy for him. Clippers fans, you have a great player, great person on your team. And I'm really excited to see what his career ends up like. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our podcasts. And also, if you're on Apple, rate and reviewing our podcast helps us out a ton. And also, reach out to us on social media. We're at Hooper Lifestyle. The link to all of that will be in the description for our website. On there, you can find our podcast, our videos, our articles, our apparel. So go look around, see if anything interests you there. And also, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. The video versions of all of these podcasts can be found on there. Stay tuned, we've got a lot more coming, but for now, stay hooping everybody.